Welcome. I'm Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, a podcast about making meaning, manifestation, and energies we navigate, how we create through archetypes, symbols, spirituality, and our instincts and intuitions. My expertise? Well, it's the shadow side of human beings. It's the energies like law of attraction and the intersection of culture, politics, and spirituality. It's been a rough week. We have lost our soul. I'll start with a quote from Sky News on the Uvalde gunman's Ubo app account. Quote, Referring to the Uvalde gunman's conversations with people on Instagram, a social media expert said, if you look at his interactions with people on social media, you can see there's a clear element of aggression, in particular towards the woman he was speaking to. He believes he's entitled to her attention, even though she doesn't actually know him. He uses the threat that he's about to do something, although he didn't say what as a means of getting attention, end quote. He sent aggressive social media message to a girl claiming he'd worship her if she'd do something in particular. He told girls, quote, he would rape them, showed off a rifle he bought, and threatened to shoot up schools in social media live streams. There are allegations he live streamed cruelty to animals. The social media expert I referenced just a few moments ago claimed the Uvalde shooter couldn't be an incel because the first woman, the first person, I'm sorry, he shot was his grandmother instead of a young woman. (laughs) I beg to differ. Compartmentalization is possible, from my deep research, when the mind succumbs to psychopathy. In fact, it's central to their facade. The mind and shadow side are my raison d'etre. Experience over many, many years of life drove me to these subjects. From the Houston Chronicle reporting, quote, Concerned and frustrated parents of students at Robb Elementary in Uvalde, Texas, urged police to charge into the school and take down the gunman, according to an AP report released Thursday. One woman repeatedly shouted, go in there, go in there, while police looked on. One said, let's just rush, one parent said, let's just rush in because the cops aren't doing anything like they are supposed to, he told the AP. More could have been done, end quote. An emotional mother was handcuffed. Another distraught parent was tackled by police. But that's not the worst. Police officials lied all day Thursday on what happened. Children inside called 911 multiple times while the police stayed outside because they were afraid to get shot. The cowardice and incompetence of local law enforcement in Uvalde is the worst failure most experts have seen in their lifetime. According to NBC News, federal agents from BORTAC, the Customs and Border Protection Unit, and ICE's Homeland Security Investigations were told to wait by local police. They did for 30 minutes, but then went into the building of their own volition. 
a father sitting in a barber's chair received a text from his distraught wife. According to the New York Times, his wife texted, there's an active shooter. Help. I love you. Her husband, an off-duty U.S. Customs and Border Protection agent, barred his barber's shotgun, drove to the school, and rescued children and his daughter. We also learned that police officers went into the school to get their own kids during the slaughter. So, the gunman on his 18th birthday, began acquiring the weaponry and ammunition he'd fantasized about. How does a furious mind work? The same way a person visualizes their positive dreams. They attract it through constant, constant thought processes. The Uvalde gunman had to visualize his murder spree over and over again. He had to gear himself up. If you saw the wreck of his grandmother's truck, you can imagine his state of mind. The foundation was alienation, something society can't change. How this man lived at home, his family, and the emotional tumult with his mother was a battle that fueled something even deeper. The women he threatened... Frustration over his lack of power in his own life. Dominated by two women at home. To him, turning 18 changed everything in his mind. The horror in Uvalde occurred in the Eclipse Gateway. I know this may be the toughest part for most people to understand, but just like the Law of Attraction... Just like the, the gravitational pull, there are energies that course around us, and we are human beings affected by them. Energy at an eclipse point is powerful, maybe one of the most powerful other than certain alignments with planets. As I said in an earlier podcast, eclipses are the faded portion of our human lives. The total solar lunar eclipse on May 15th brought with it powerful mythology. In the sign of Scorpio, the mythology is deep emotional stirring, signifies death and rebirth with reverberations that will last for weeks, bringing to a head control issues. Secrets are often revealed, leading to transformations. It can also stir self-centeredness, direct, immediate, and uncompromising action with regard for anyone but the person's dire needs. Narcissistic energy in the extreme, psychopathy, is what was stirred by this young man and all that had built up from the beginning of his life until the day he decided to go on a rampage. The shadow side of human energy is what I've researched and written about for years. The events seem faded when we look at the shooter's life. His birthday weapons and ammunition spending spree cost over $3,000, 58 magazines, over 1,600 bullets, according to reports. His gun fetish, satisfied in part, now he needed to show his power, manifest his power, impact the people who had laughed at him, who had paid little attention to his own power. 
The massacre in Uvalde has broken through our collective conscious. The timing made for maximum impact. What, the, what set the stage for the shooter to act now? No energy swirling above or around us makes us do anything. What we attract to ourselves works for our benefit, but we can whip up negative energy as well if we are controlled by only our emotions and ego. The Uvalde shooter's life is peppered with clues. Being bully, bullied over social media, media, over gaming, over everything, said one person who knew him. After re relocation because of his grandmother's job, he got worse and worse, said one acquaintance. He was targeted over a speech impediment. However, one classmate said he wasn't bullied. Quote, I don't think he was necessarily bullied. He would take things too far, say something that shouldn't be said, and then he would go into defense mode about it. The shooter had dropped out of school, started wearing all black with, quote, large military boots. He changed his hair. A year before the shooting, he posted his wish list of weapons on social media. He already was fetishizing what he might do when he turned 18, which was the trigger. Several people who knew the family alleged his mother used drugs and was trying to kick him out of the house. She refused to talk about her son after the Eovaldi's shooting. They had a history of blow-ups, according to reports. It's not about mental illness in this case. Unless you want to posit all killers are deranged and none make a conscious choice. That is not my research. Killers do make sound choices for their own benefit. It's narcissistic. It's, when it's murderous, it's psychopathy. Psychopathy is determined mania driven by dark emotional turmoil of unprocessed life events, not mental illness most of the time. E.L. Southers is an internationally recognized expert on counterterrorism, public safety, infrastructure safety and protection, and homeland security, who was uh, most recently seen on MSNBC with Nicole Wallace. This is a quote, a partial quote. To the first point about alienation, it has nothing or little to do with mental illness. If you look at metal, med, sorry, medical <laughs> statistics, it will tell you 80 to 90% of the shooters in America suffer from no mental illness. May 25th began for him by shooting his 66-year-old grandmother. If he could shoot the only person giving him shelter, maybe he could complete his sadistic mission, Method, methodical vision to kill, a narcissistic homicidal passion for revenge for people who didn't take him seriously. From Pew Research from February 2022, quote, the 45,222 total gun deaths in 2020 were by far the most on record, representing a 14% increase from the year before, a 25% increase from five years earlier, and a 43% increase from a decade prior. Gun murders, in particular, have climbed sharply, sharply in recent years. The 19,384 gun murders that took place in 2020 were the most since at least 1968, exceeding the previous peak of 
18,253 recorded by the CDC in 1993. The 2020 total represented a 34% increase from the year before, a 49% increase over five years, and a 75% increase over 10 years. The question from Sky News reporter to Ted Cruz was blunt, and his response, (laughs) it was revealing. The reporter asked, why only in America? Cruz's response, he sputtered, a bunch of nonsense, and then said, oh, it's all about American exceptionalism. Uh, Why do people come here? On his way out to the exit, as fast as he could run. Cruz and his extremist gun clan tout their faith, God and guns. The slogan has has seduced low-information Americans who are responsible for putting gun extremists in office. Signs about Jesus appeared throughout the January 6th riot. These gun extremists and their paid-for political politicians in the Republican Party say their actions are in the name of God. It's blasphemy. Governor Greg Abbott filed an amicus brief to the Supreme Court, a political body who's about to decide whether to expand more gun rights. There's no suspense. They will. From Abbott's brief, this is a quote. Texans have enjoyed a right to bear arms since the founding of their republic. Some stereotypes are true. The people of Texas are now and ever have been emphatically an armed population. From the Gonzales flag of 1835, come and take it, to the present, Texans have long cherished the right that has confirmed by the that was confirmed by the Second Amendment and conferred by God. Conferred by God. Abbott actually had that written. The arrogance to suggest God, the source, power behind all energy, is a partner to this gun-crazy extremism over the safety of human beings? The image of Trump molesting a Bible in front of St. John's Church in D.C. came to my mind because I was living there. A heathen, liar, serially accused predator fondling the Bible. I remember when I was living in, D- in, in the D.C. area and, and going past St. John's Church. It is such a special place. He defiled it. And yet the religious right followed him. Here's a a brief rundown of the laws that went into effect last September in Texas. There have been more this year, but I can't do it all. So um, uh, House Bill 1927, known as Permitless or Constitutional Carry. It allows Texans to carry handguns in public without a license and the background check and training that a license requires. Another one, uh, Bill 2622. These are both House bills. Known as, quote, Second Amendment Sanctuary State Act, end quote, it prohibits state agencies and local governments from enforcing new federal gun laws. House Bill 1500 prevents government entities from banning the sale or transportation of firearms or ammunition during a declared disaster or emergency. 
House Bill 957 exempts firearm suppressors that are made and remain in Texas from federal laws and regular regulations. Firearm suppressors. Jesus. House Bill 1407 allows license holders to carry visible holstered handguns anywhere in a motor vehicle rather than having to wear the handgun in a shoulder or belt holster. Uh, the, the next bill, thir- 1387, allows certain foster homes to store guns and ammunition together in the same locked location rather than requiring the items to be s- stored separately. These guys, this is a fetish. This is an unholy fetish. And I say this because we are a gun-owning family that is pro-safety, pro-reforms, pro-gun action on especially background checks. Uh, Let's see. Allows certain first responders to carry handguns. Removes, here's another bill, removes the requirement that handguns must be carried in a shoulder or belt holster, expanding what kinds of holsters are legal. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Oh, one good one. Creates a statewide active shooter alert system. What happened uh, with that on Uvalde? What happened with that? Okay, the next one. uh, 4346 prohibits certain firearm restrictions on a property during the use of an an easement. Allow state-owned public buildings to provide self-service weapon lockers. That's Bill 29. Uh, Bill 1920 expands and clarifies what constitutes a secured area of an airport in relation to possessing a firearm. Bill 2675 requires the Texas Department of Public Safety to expedite the handgun license process for individuals, quote, who are at risk, who are at increased risk from becoming victims of violence. That would be women, mostly makes young adults between the ages of 18 and 20 eligible for a license to carry a handgun if they are protected under under certain court orders related to family violence. Bill 781 allows junior college school marshals to carry concealed handguns rather than storing them. Let's see, uh, let's see, 741, allow school marshals in public school districts, open enrollment charters, and private schools to carry concealed handguns rather than store them. Uh, The next one allows hotel guests to carry and store firearms and ammunition in their rooms. Okay, Bill 19 prohibits government entities from contracting with businesses that, quote, discriminate against the firearm or ammunition Industries. Now that's a doozy. That's Bill, that's the Senate Bill 19. This means you better have a gun everywhere. You bet, you genuine, your, your citizenry is less than gun rights. The First Amendment is less than gun rights. Everything is less than gun rights in Texas. It's an abomination. Known as the lie and try bill makes it a state crime to lie on a background check in order to illegally purchase a firearm. Okay, so that's two really good ones out of all this nonsense. Uh, bill, Senate Bill 550 removes the requirement that handguns must be carried in a shoulder or belt holster, expanding what kinds of holsters are legal. They've, they've got a real problem with all these holster things. Uh, They want to be able to put it wherever they want, like in the back of their pants. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Senate Bill 313 creates a sales and use tax exemption for firearm safety equipment. And uh, this one, a bill, uh, Senate Bill 168, requires schools to use best practices when conducting active shooter drills so they're less harmful to students' mental health and well-being. Went into effect immediately. Now, I got to say something about active shooter grill, drills. I know this is out of my expertise, but I think they're just completely fucked up. There's no reason to do this. It just, it, it, it terrifies children. It's not going to help their anxiety, and there's no way to protect. They know it could happen. They know it could happen. And active shooter drills, I, I'm not for them. I'm, I'm one of the people who had to hide under my desk in case of a nuclear war um, back in the day one of the millions of kids. Now, when you get old enough to understand what nuclear uh, weapons do, you know how stupid this is. You can't prepare for some of this. You know it may happen, but I just think it's, um, I think it, 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 it ensures more anxiety more than it helps. Anyway, I, I, I'll stop there. There's so many more bills. I'd bore you. Are you, are you still awake? <laughs> it's just insane. Texas and 19 other states have permitless or constitutional carry laws, and five other states, including Texas, declared themselves Second Amendment sanctuaries. They, they don't want human sanctuaries for people fleeing South America uh, over drug gangs and everything. They want to protect the guns. This is really clear. Texas wants to protect the guns, not the people. That's obvious. And wait a minute. Will you tell me again what pro-life means? I mean, seriously, what does pro-life mean to these guys, to these women? Women! 192 Republicans voted against a $28 million bill that was meant to aid uh, the baby formula crisis. Then they played politics with the issue. This is who we are. This, my friends, is America. Truth. The facts. Right-wing politicians have used the term when it suits them. But they have nothing to say, nothing to say, on the death penalty, child poverty, equality of black and brown people in the U.S., or women's rights. Pro-life doesn't mean anything to them and unless they specifically designate it. The list is endless what isn't pro-life in the pro-life extremist community. According to Pew Research, 60% of Texans say religion is important to them. But the right wing in Texas hides behind their faith to permit the worst civic acts against their citizens. Greg Abbott can't even keep utilities on. Poverty in Texas is higher than the national average. Approximately 3.7 million people live in poverty. The reason? No jobs and cuts in government programs meant to address the issue. In the last five years, poverty in Texas has risen. I've talked about religious hypocrisy since this podcast began. Spirituality is part of my expertise. How young uh, Gen Z and millennials are the first post-Christian generations. The organized churches in America have disgraced themselves through their support of amoral politicians and hiding criminals. 
Uh, News came this week about more malfeasance of the church, this time in my home state of Missouri, a state that denies women's rights, preens piety, and has secrets that have now been exposed. Pedophiles at a world-famous religious camp for kids. Here's a quote from the website factsaboutcanacook.com. Since no more victims, LLC launched the Facts About Canacook website in April 2021, it has received reports of over 60 in- incidents of Canacook abuse spanning from the 1950s to 2022, the group said in a statement released through its attorney. When combined with the known information regarding Pete Newman's abuse victims, that brings the total to over 100 reported victims with allegations of child abuse against 30 perpetrators. This This is a kid's camp, an evangelical kid's camp in Branson who's been hiding this for decades. Immoral, not pro-life. Add Kennecook to the long list of Catholic, evangelical, and many other religious institutional failures and pedophile scandals. This isn't God. This isn't about God. This is about hiding their own secrets, which are now being revealed. Brand new news from the Southern Baptist Convention is being called the Apocalypse. I've paged through the new report and read much of the over 200 pages of harrowing sexual abuse that was released. The graphs on pages 221 and through 227 are harrowing, but the narrative is a nuclear bomb at the center of Christian faith. Other pages, 7, 8, 17, 51, 77, and on and on and on. An article on Christianity... Christianity Today, written by Russell Moore, is entitled, quote, This is the Southern Baptist Apocalypse. The abuse investigation has uncovered more evil than even I can imagine. There aren't words to express the rage I felt when reading some of these sections because of my own life and what I've gone through to put myself back together after decades. From the report, I'll just read a little bit of it. Um, There's a couple sections that um, may be triggering. For almost two decades, survivors of abuse and other concerns Southern Baptists have been contacting the Southern Baptist Convention Executive Committee to report child molesters and other abusers who were in the pulpit or employed as church staff. They made phone calls, mailed letters, sent emails, appeared at SBC and EC meetings, held rallies, and contacted the press, only to be met time and time again with resistance, stonewalling, and even outright hostility from some within the executive committee. There's a headline uh, in one section that says, Pattern of, an in- of Intimidation of Victims or Advocates. Uh, The quote goes on, rather than focusing on these accused ministers, some executive committee leaders turned against the very people trying to shine a light on sexual abuse. The survivors, those persons who actually suffered, suffered at the hands of SBC clergy or SBC church staff or volunteers who spoke out the most and who criticized the SBC's action, were denigrated as quote unquote opportunistic 
having a quote-unquote hidden agenda of lawsuits, wanting to quote-unquote burn things to the ground and acting as a quote-unquote professional victim. In an internal email, uh, one gentleman even quoted the focus on sexual abuse with the work Oh, equated, not, no, sorry. Let me start this part. In an internal email, one man named Mr. Bodo even equated the focus on sexual abuse with the work of the devil. This is a, where do you hear this? Quote, this whole thing should be seen for what it is. It is a satanic scheme to completely distract us from evangelicalism. It is not the gospel. It is not even a part of the gospel. It is a misdirection play. Yes, a survivor and another survivor and advocate, I'll just withhold their names, uh, have succumbed to an availability heuristic because of their victimizations. They have gone to the CBC looking for sexual abuse, and of course, they found it. Their outcries have certainly caused an availability cascade. But they are not to blame. This is the devil being temporarily successful. What horse shit. My God. The Baptist Press, the EC's, uh, the Executive Committee's communications arm, was also used to portray survivors in an unflattering light and mischaracterized mischaracterized allegations of abuse. This goes on and on in the report. It is the most stunning thing you will ever read uh, from a church uh, since uh, the the Catholic pedophile scandal. I mean, look, look at what we're going through right now. Exposure of secrets, institutions failing, police officers afraid to save children so they let them be slaughtered. A teenage killer on a, rev- on a revenge spree goes out in a blaze of bullets. Fifteen killed him. Meanwhile, the United States Senate goes on recess until, Jan- until June 6th, a broken institution with no one leading. Oh, but they're all pro-life. America is in a moral crisis. You can feel it. You can sense it. You look at people. You look at young people. They're, dis- they're in total despair. An ethical collapse of our elected leaders that is killing people. More Americans died of gun-related injuries in 2020 than in any other year on record. Yet Republican senators just blocked a domestic terrorism bill because they're afraid to castigate their white supremacist base. Evidently, the Buffalo domestic terrorist attack doesn't matter because the victims were black, just like in Uvalde, they were brown. The only people who can change the events going forward are voters. Voters in Texas put the pro-death Republican cult in office from top to bottom. Voters are responsible in state after state putting these extremists in power. According to astrologers, the Eclipse Gateway closes on May 30th. The fated events that happened, the secrets exposed, the horror of Uvalde, will reverberate forever. Maybe it's coincidence. 
I've looked over years and years of research. I've, I've lived this through my life. The positive new moon energy coming on May 30th with the planet of communication Mercury tied up going retrograde means we're, we're about to peek over a hill at a barely lit sunrise. Okay, that's the mythology. The mythology of Jupiter, the planet of expansion, in Aries means the angels expect action. Understanding energy is easier when talking about the law of attraction. I know this is hard. Life's fated events confound when they're harrowing because we can't make sense of the pain or the loss. Children and their teachers slaughtered, how do we make sense of it? I know through personal, faded, and heartbreaking experiences, meaning can be, thra- be found through what's left behind. You may not be able to digest this conversation on energy yet, but experience forced me to accept this powerful reality. The timing of the Uvalde massacre, where it happened, and the response fits the mythology of what eclipses and deeply emotional and intense placements deliver. Not because of the placements themselves, but because of the state of the humans experiencing these shifts in energy. There was a way that those humans could have run in there and saved those kids much earlier and saved many lives. It was the cowardice of humans. Fear. Fear stops people from doing great things. All it takes is for good people to do nothing, to lose our way of life. The energies don't make us do it but they reveal our weakness, our cowardice, our cowardice. No other developed nation experiences the gun violence we do. For years, we've been ignoring the truth. The shadow side of America is fully exposed, much greater than during Jim Crow. We are exposed. This week, we learned the Southern Baptist Convention sex abuse apocalypse and renowned Kennecook Camp for Kids was a pedophilia nightmare. More religious hypocrisy, this pro-life crowd. What a disgrace. Jesus would scream at these people. They don't represent him. How dare they say pro-life? And a narcissistic, psychopathic 18-year-old decided to show everyone in his life and in the public how powerful he could be. So he slaughtered babies, their teachers, while the people in charge of helping the citizenry did nothing. Uvalde police cowards was trending yesterday. Meanwhile, during all this, after all this, The NRA got their rocks off in Houston, complete with a Bible, with the Bible molester himself, also a sexual predator, performing a sad act of lie after lie. People say that the former guy, Donald Trump, may be 
the Republican nominee could be the next president. It isn't going to happen. It's not going to happen. We've been awakened. We've been awakened. It may take a few more months, and we will not get everything, but we will fucking change these gun laws. And never forget, the people charged with doing something about all this, the U.S. Senate, went on recess. What a word. While people were being murdered, children, babies murdered, the U.S. Senate went on recess. People, this is who we are. This is America. I'm Taylor Marsh, and this is Astral Soul Lightning, and I'm pissed off, and you better get pissed off, too. If you're interested in being on my mailing list, (laughs) just send me an email at astral.soul.lightning. I'm on social media. My website is taylormarsh.com, and my bio is on Amazon. Thanks for listening. And as we close here on Memorial Day weekend, I want to bow my head in acknowledgement to my Uncle Dick, a hero to me, who ended up with what was called battle fatigue back in the day. PTSD, to all the soldiers, women and men, all over the world, and all the first responders, all the nurses, everyone, thank you for what you do.